0: You're listening
1: to Packers Talk
0: Network. PackersTalk.com Do you want to experience the thrill of a Packers game at Lambeau Field? If so, be sure to get your game tickets from the longtime trusted source in Wisconsin, Ticket King. Visit their locations in Milwaukee and Green Bay. or Just go to their website, theticketking.com. Again, that's theticketking.com.
1: It's Packers Therapy. Chris and Dave and gambling degenerates across the world. It's betting lines time. We didn't get to them uh, during the podcast we did uh, following the Steelers game. And we promised we'd be back uh, to give you the results, the gambling results, uh, because I know people are jonesing for this, going to have to call their man. Um, And then we want to give you the lines for this coming week. But first, Dave, before we get to any of that, um, this has been about 48 hours, I guess, since we did the last podcast. Anything uh, come up in the meantime that you want to touch on? Anything that has uh, popped up on your radar in the wake of the Packers' 23-19 loss to the Steelers?
0: Well, I feel like we're connected to the pulse of the the Packers and the amateur podcaster, bloggers, whatever is out there, because I feel like the narrative of this game, as we said, was that it was a loss, but an encouraging loss. Right. Yes, it was like right. it was there were some good things that happened. And despite, you know, Pittsburgh being probably a poor team, uh, they, they were on the road and and some good things happened that uh, Jordan Love did so, did some good things. Yeah. Um I think that was one. And the second was everyone's up in arms about the uh, backwards lateral. Because oh, yeah. I think since we talked, we saw a different camera angle yep. where it clearly looks like at least it's a lateral, much less going backwards at least a yard or two. So,
1: and then Gene Steratore, I think he is auditioning to be the Iraqi minister of information uh, because he, he is like, no, he has he dug in on that position. Yeah, Uh, that's I mean, really, guy, you're no longer wearing the stripes. You know, you're you're now your job now is to call these guys out. I mean, it's it's your job, dude. So, yeah, that was that was clear on that uh, other angle that has been circulating on Twitter and social media. That was a backwards pass. Packers should have had it. Now, there's no guarantee they would have punched it in. Because right. the whistle had blown and they would have got it in like the six yard line or something, and you know, given who the Packers are,
0: that's it not. that would have been a field goal. Yeah,
1: that is that is not a given. But still, it would it would have been nice to see what would have happened, you know, as it turned out. Um, did you hear the kind of the face off between Jason Wildy and Matt Lafleur? Did you hear any of that
0: stuff? I did hear that, which I want to come back. Can I come back just uh, make fun of Gene? Uh, what's his name? Sterator. Ster- Sterator. Yes. Sterator. Um. Well, first of all. Why wouldn't they the refs on the field not blow the whistle, let it play out and let replay sort it out? Like can they get to these guys and say, look, if it's a close thing, just sit on it for a second. We'll sort it out in New York, where I think if you've made the call, then you've got it's gotta be, you know, abundance of evidence and to overrule it and all that, but just let it let it play itself out. Plus, you know, when the Packers ran it, they would have scored a touchdown if they would have right. overturned it, and you're right, the Packers would have had it. Back on the six or whatever, there's no guarantee they score. In fact, it's probably unlikely they score a touchdown. (laughs) When Gary had a touchdown, so the whole thing got screwed up. And with Sterator, you know who Sterator is? It's the naked gun where uh, the um, oh, that's the missile um, goes into the fireworks display or factory, and uh, Leslie Nielsen's sitting there going like, "Nothing to see here." That's right, exactly. That's Gene's territory right there. Like backward pass? No, no, no. No, nothing to see here. Incomplete pass. What an idiot! He should. Why, why aren't there any consequences for these people? I, I just it bothers me to no end. It, it, uh, it
1: makes me wonder if his contract's going to be renewed, or maybe he signed a multi-year, you know, deal. But I, I don't, I don't think uh, CBS signed him. I, I think he's on, he's on CBS. Yeah, it's, it's one of the networks. I don't think whoever it was signed him up because they wanted
0: somebody to. You know, have the back of the refs, right? Yeah. And he why, to too, yeah. This is entertainment. I mean, is, is he have, feel the need to have his guys back? Like that's like, Hit look, point. I'll I'll make the calls, but I'm not going against my bros in the business. Well, then why <laughs> he, don't get someone else that's controversial that can like? What are we doing here, Chris? That's this is an entertainment, not. uh we're not taking an SAT exam here. It's <laughs> so silly, but yeah. So you want to talk about the Lafleur? Yeah, uh, defensive he, lineman. He kind of
1: smacked Wildy down. Now, Wildy, I, I I only heard a little bit of him today because, believe it or not, I was busy today. But um, what? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I I I was out there making money, baby. You know. Wow. So anyway, All yeah, right. yeah, I, I know. So anyway, uh, Wildy, I think. If he could, he would rephrase his question because uh, he gave an opening for Lafleur to say, you know, well, that, you know, that's just that's a comical, you know, when, when, when shows how a, yeah. how little yeah. you
0: know about football. To exactly. Call guys, yeah. you know.
1: yeah.
0: So I, I'd describe it for people that don't know what, what yeah. happened. will Wilde asked about um,
1: going to play nickel um, when they're like on the, you know, the 10 yard line or you know really close to the goal line and they only have a couple of down linemen and you know that seems to invite the run and of course there was a couple of basically walk-in touchdowns for the Steelers so it was a fair
0: question that's but, beside the point floor's mind yeah the fact that they walked in the end zone that, that's that's not here they there let's let, but go ahead sorry
1: well i think what he was what he was doing is he like you know it's a rhetorical trick like, well you know you you know i don't even know what you're talking about nickel defense what it was an inelegant expression. I think what what Willie was trying to say is because um, Lafleur was trying to argue. Well, we, we had two linebackers on the field, and that's four guys on the line, and so it's not like we're just you know letting them walk in there. We we had two down linemen, we had two linebackers who weighed 275 pounds each, in uh, Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary. They're big guys. And it wasn't, you know, like we were just conceding it. I think the point that Willie is trying to make is that, well, yeah, but those guys are, the, the, those those linebackers may be on the line, but they're lined up really wide, and there's Super big wide. gaps. Yeah, and and there's big gaps in the defensive line, and so, you know, you're having smaller bodies. You're, you know, quote nickel, uh, which I I don't know if that's really how the professional football guys. Think of that being, you know, because we think of it as being five defensive backs, but according to Mark Tauscher, he was saying, well, you know, it's just it's a matter of where people are playing on the field. Are they on the line? Are they in the backfield? It doesn't matter if they're defensive backs or safeties. If it's a corner, you know, that's playing at the line, that guy's on the line, and it doesn't matter that it's that it's a corner. It's just the guy they have to block. Now maybe that's the way they think of it, um, but. That defensive scheme apparently Lafleur must endorse it, and they've done it, you know, this season and past seasons. For whatever reason, you know, they are guarding against the pass when teams are inside the ten yard line, and it's <laughs> yes, it's it, it just ten. yeah, it just it it, you know, again I haven't broken down the film. I don't have the reams of analytics that you know they probably have, but I thought it was a legitimate question. By Wilde, but Lafleur just really jumped all over him. Now, to LeFleur's credit, I guess he called Wilde later and you know explained himself and apologized and didn't mean to make you look bad and all that kind of stuff, which doesn't surprise me because you know Lafleur seems like a pretty you know decent guy. But I think that he you know was a little uh, a little raw, a little frosted maybe. I wonder and that's why? He, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is but he just, getting
0: pressure back there? I mean, he's getting. Is the losing getting to him. Is he getting criticism from someplace else that matters? Is he does he read the press clippings? I mean, I, I thought, you know, normally, you know, they can deflect some of those things a little bit better. But when you sort of sound off, I mean, he cut him off and jumped in. Mm-hmm. And when he mm-hmm. added the fact I, I, I wish I, I should find the quote, he said, it a, it's indicative of how little, you know, as a reporter, when you're saying <laughs> we only have two defensive linemen when they're clearly four two of which are linebackers standing up very wide in the line of scrimmage. Give me a break. So Willie was in the right asking that question. We all want to know that question. and The fact that he's doubling down and digging in, that's a bad sign. He's overly defensive, and so something's not right with him. A a confident coach that knows where they're going doesn't act that way. I mean, they're human beings, but um, I think that's a bad sign to me. Well, coaches are
1: known to be – I mean, we we all have these, you know, great memories of the late Denny Green, you know, flipping out at the podium and, you know, the coach for the Colts. And I mean, there's, there's he a lot of there
0: after, though, did he? I, I mean, that wasn't his finest moment. You know,
1: I don't remember if you know, what the sequence was. That I remember it was funny, uh, just like the Denny Green thing. But, you know, Belichick has been bellicose, you know, from time to time. It's sure. it's not it's not uncommon, you know, for coaches to get salty like that. And I I really think that LaFleur this season not in any trouble. Um but what he did was kind of a rhetorical trick that, you know he had Wilde over the barrel when it comes to the precise football language. Um and Wildy was asking a question from kind of a layman's point of view. And instead what LaFleur did is he kind of flipped that to say, well that's not what what it was you know yeah there may have been two down linemen but there are four linemen four men on the line four linemen you know and yeah. so they were speaking a different language in lots of ways you know wilde was was you know he's not a inside football guy he's covered the team for 20 years but you know he he isn't in the meeting rooms where you know they have their own shorthand and vocabulary and language and lafleur was hanging on to The precise jargon and the way they think about things inside the film room, inside the, you know, the coach's meeting room, those kinds of things. And, you know, he was probably technically right, but it was like he ignored the actual question and then seized and said on the imprecision of the asking. And I thought that was kind of lousy.
0: Well, and he's defending Joe Barry. I think he's he's, right. That's his guy. He feels the heat. This isn't like Joe Barry's getting scrutiny from the top top coach, you know, saying like, hey, we got to when we got to think about this, Joe, we got to be a little bit more aggressive. I don't think that's happening. He's standing up for his guy. And, you know, will question is legit. Why are you when you're getting gashed in the run game? You're down to the goal line. You're playing basically a nickel defense. I mean, outside of people that don't know what nickel defenses are, if you understand it, like all none of that makes sense. Why Why the Packers, to start the game, played a defense that would be stop the run first, kind of have a heavy line, and make Pickett beat you with the pass, which apparently they adjusted to a little bit into the second, third quarter. But by then, you know, they had built a lead. Why are they not figuring it out ahead of time? Why is he defending? All of this is, is concerning to me at these are – You know, I want coaches that they don't have to be perfect, but they have to learn from their mistakes. They need to be able to adjust and they need to understand what my personnel is and maybe adjust based on that, the record, whatever. And uh, digging in is a recipe for disaster. And uh, that that to me is what it looked like. And that that concerns me a lot. Well, the um, other thing that I wanted to mention today is Packers
1: made some changes uh, to the roster. Um, they added a couple of guys one of the guys on the way out apparently uh in his apparently is uh out his gains now or out his losses i guess <laughs> yeah, it might Innes be. Out. yeah yeah this yeah. <laughs> is yeah. in in this is out his, and i guess're they're, they're not gonna sign him back i mean it, they've done this twice now this season where they've signed a guy um off of the practice squad and to to the you know to the 53 man roster and then he plays one game and they Cut them loose. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, oh no, I want to I I be. I'm not sure I want to be the next guy. You know, that doesn't get called up, but signs, you know, a contract off of the practice squad to be on the 53. That's a kiss of death for the Packers now. Yeah, so <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, I'm so fine so, here.
0: I'm fine. Let, I'll just <laughs> practice squad is fine. Yeah. They
1: they added a they added a couple of guys and, and I don't have their names in front of me. I don't know how important it is. It's not like they went out and got, you know, some some brand name guys. I mean, they they got some guys who were bumping around the league on somebody else's practice squad or, you know, whatever. So uh, Packers making more roster changes. And this is just a team right now. That's, you know, searching, scrambling, trying to, you know, figure out who they are, what they need. They're throwing stuff against the wall right now just to see what's going to stick. So that's. That's kind of the state of affairs. It's we're recording this on a on a Tuesday night, and that's a day off for the team. Uh, they'll start working uh, for real on the Chargers stuff uh, starting tomorrow. But we are working on the starters, the Chargers stuff starting right now with the betting lines.
0: Well, yes, but first, should we oh, uh, talk more? about the betting lines from last week, or do you want to well, just jump right what, to the?
1: No, 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 no. What oh, I'm what I, what I mean it. what I mean when I say we're getting to the betting lines is that we're going to recap, like we always do, the old lines, and then we go to the new lines. Now, I know you're new to this day. We we haven't done these betting lines. Yeah, hold on. Let me write this uh, down. Yeah. Wait, stop. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm sorry. Old Wait. lines. All right. Yes. I, yeah.
1: And then new lines. And then, then when the Packers win, you sing. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> write that down. No, just write that down.
0: Yeah. Uh, I sing <laughs> – when they win which will be never it's going to be uh, a long
1: time you're not going to it it's be it'd be at least another 3 weeks but anyway uh let's talk about um who is going to uh get their all expenses paid uh trip to the packers therapy hotel and casino
0: all right that sounds good all right so we we do we had a three-way tie this week and the winner is a very nice gentleman uh, uh, it, it's gonna seem as if this is the, the fix is in a little bit, and I'll explain uh-oh. it when we, okay. we get there. Okay. 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 Um, but let's go through each of the lines. Uh, number one, I had asked you for Jordan Love's quarterback rating. Oh boy. Okay. And you said it at the lofty level of ninety, and uh, you know, there was a point in the game that he was above ninety. For for looking, most
1: for most of the game,
0: you know, he was, was above a hundred. Yeah, he was a,
1: he was like hundred and fifteen until late in the fourth quarter when you know he threw the first of two interceptions and then the second of two interceptions and he wound up at 71 maybe?
0: 71 which is the under that is that he did not get to 90 um and uh, i curious to see a line chart of uh of the of the game of how exactly i guess i remember seeing it over 100 and then but it was dropping fast i felt like it was as high as like 115 at one point right but, yeah right yeah. um and then it it fell like a rock uh, number two, uh, total touches for Aaron Jones. You set that line at nineteen and a half, and uh, he had seventeen. So, just if you're keeping track at home, Dave is uh, two for two so far. He's uh, maybe he's maybe he's one of the winners. We'll we'll soon see. Um, <laughs> number three, uh, passes defended by Packer defenders. You set that line at six and a half, and they had five. Let's yeah. see who were those five um that is not the Packers let's go to that let's see Jonathan Owens okay uh Corey Ballantyne had a couple I remember those Keyshawn mm-hmm. Nixon had one mm-hmm. and yeah. uh Devandre Campbell which I would really oh, yeah. like that that's PD right. be turned into an INT but uh, yeah uh, unfortunately and it,
1: that one could have been a pick six too
0: Yeah, very well could have um number four name one wide receiver that's going wow. to get a touchdown uh or say none uh, and the answer was a couple. We had Dobbs and Reed mm-hmm. uh, got a yep. uh, touchdown. So nice. Yeah. Uh, now Dave did not get that one correct. Of Dave course said, not. No. said Wicks. So now he's starting to. He was three for three at that point, and then he it went south quickly, just like You're it speaking
1: of yourself in the third person.
0: I am. It's it's a new thing now. I'm trying this out. Is that? <laughs> a- <laughs> oh, I like it. Please continue. Yeah, because it, it makes it feel like yeah, there's someone else. Uh-huh. I didn't lose. Dave lost. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I no. need to defer. Uh, okay, number five. Uh, number of sacks for Pittsburgh. You set the line at two and a half, and they only had one, which actually yeah. is uh, and it was by T.J. Watt. Yep. T.J. Watt. Yep. Um, and uh, not a bad showing. Right. In fact, I thought someone said that uh, Rashid Walker had a good game. See, no.
1: I've heard one person say that, and I've heard most everyone else say not good, including guys who played tackle in the
0: National Football League. So yeah, that's better. Well then, the life makes more sense to me. Okay, that's that's back to normal. Let's see, number six, the Pittsburgh quarterback. We weren't sure if it's Pickett, but it turned out to be Pickett. What will his quarterback rating be? You set the line at eighty-six and a half. It was seventy-five point six. Underhead that one um number seven which seems to happen every week now i give you a betting line that becomes disqualified i asked you a number of tackles by jair alexander you set the line at four and a half and he did not play so that is not going to be a betting line that counts packers make this so difficult it's hard enough to do this they really do uh seven and a half what will pittsburgh's first half possession be a touchdown a field goal a punt or other uh, it was a touchdown. So a couple yeah, people the, had that. Right. Yeah. The first possession. Right. OK. Yeah. yeah. First possession. The first Got half. It. Yeah. Uh, that was as I recall where the uh, Packers gave um, I would call no resistance
1: uh, down the field. Yeah. It was no. it was pretty disheartening.
0: Yeah. And then for the Packers, what would their first possession be at, at the beginning of the second half? Uh, field goal, touchdown, whatever, and it was a field goal. I said punt. Uh, you said field goal. You 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 actually did pretty good. And then we had to go to a tiebreaker. It was total yards for Musgrave, Reed, and Wicks. Um, you said 110. I said 125. They had 199. Actually, a really mm-hmm. good week for those two. So interesting yeah. line for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a three-way tie between Richard Durain, mm. Jeff in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. but richard and jeff did not win edward reese thomas won. oh back to back well i don't know i think you're thinking no he wasn't back to back i he did send us that nice email though remember how he talked about how wonderful we are and, oh that's uh, a, well
1: and that means he should have been a winner because yeah. when you send an email like that you sir are a winner
0: you are a winner we tip the scales uh mike knows uh and if you send PayPal uh, money, y- your chances go way up. Yeah. Uh, plus, did you see the comments? The track, yeah, yeah from, you know, uh, I did. Um,
1: but did you see the extended comment from – well, I, I don't, I don't want to call Jeff from Brooklyn a loser. Um, but he did send an extensive comment uh, via email about this after it became clear he was not going to be a winner.
0: Yes, and maybe there's a little bit of a. Do you want to say because of Ed, Edwards' uh, comment was yes. quite clever. Do you want to yeah. cover? Yeah,
1: and yeah, and and so I'm 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 going to I'm going to read this. Uh, first off, Jeff in Brooklyn points out that he's not really in Brooklyn. He lives in Philadelphia, but he works in Brooklyn, which is like a, a 95 mile each way, you know, drive. So you know that gives him. Uh, almost enough time to listen to one episode of Packers Therapy. <laughs> That's so
0: true. What is yeah, wrong with those yeah. I know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, it's absolutely crazy. So anyway, he said 2013 may only offer moral victories, but for me, it was finally winning the betting lines. But it comes with an asterisk, he says. He tied for first uh, with uh, Richard Durain, uh Michigan, and uh, Edward Reese Thomas, who I think is in Oxford or Cambridge, I'm not really sure. Um, Yeah, he's got to be in the UK. Anyway, um, I will add my own asterisk, Jeff says, um, as I feel referee Michael Miller awarded him the suite in Vegas because of his precocious comment in the comments section. And that quote was, catching STDs equals catching stunning touchdowns. Yeah, yeah to which Jeff said, clever, funny, and ultimately true.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so anyway, well, be Jeff, yeah. Jeff's uh, comment was go pack with yeah. an exclamation point. That's that's giving that's better than no comment. But that is the bare minimum. Right. Go pack. It's not even a go pack. Go. No, they just say go pack with exclamation. You really.
1: And this is a lesson to everyone who's playing the betting lines. And this week it was like three dozen people. You really have to you gotta you gotta gotta step your game up, okay? When it comes to the comment section, that's that's uh, O right, that's column O in the spreadsheet, okay? You know, we need to have you up your game here. This is really (laughs) important. But I will, you know, I saw a couple of these comments. Somebody, uh, let me see who is this now, wanting me to uh, watch, follow the house of Usher. Who was that? Oh, that was Pedro. Pedro, I'm sorry, my man. I just, I just, I Pedro, I, no, no, Pedro's just, doing
0: just fine. Pedro's. I just,
1: I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But then we had a, what I would say the winning comment was this week, and I, I would almost lobby for uh, this guy uh, to be able. This, this is Josh. I'm not sure where Josh is from, but I know Josh plays regularly. Josh's comment, and I would like to maybe, maybe come, can we get him like um, a free drink card? Um, Well, you have to have glasses at the hotel, but you can maybe cup your hands uh, around uh, the uh, water fountain there and just kind of slurp up some goodness. Yeah, 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 but but it's still, though, there is water coming out of it. So, you know, you can drink that kind of. All right. He said, what's the difference between the Packers and a dollar bill? You can still get four quarters out of a dollar bill. (laughs) Well done, sir. Well (laughs) done. Yeah. I'm not sure if, if you made that one up or if you heard it someplace, but that was good. And there was a number of great comments. So please, when you play the betting lines, make a comment and go, go back. Go is fine. Go pack a little deficient, as we've learned. And I don't think Jeff will make that mistake again. Um, but please leave a comment. If even if you have go back, go, don't leave it blank. I see too many blanks here. Be creative. Be fun. Say, I love Chris and Dave or something like that, you know.
0: Yeah. You could do you know what? Cheryl Stone. Hey. You see Cheryl's? Well,
1: actually, I didn't. I mean, uh, no.
0: what at, chip is it? Uh she she was more artistic. She sent, I think it's uh eight hearts. Which oh, uh I well, think you know what that means. That is
1: going to work. I see it now. Yeah, that's right? very good. And they're all uh, they're uh, it's not just one uniform heart looking thing. I mean it's 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 a variety of hearts. So this is good. This is good. Yeah. Thank you. We appreciate that. So what do we have here? On the over unders, I gave Chris the answer opposite
0: of Dave. Yeah. So this is a disturbing trend I'm noticing. In the comments, it seems to be a lot of uh, comments disparaging me. Um, yeah. there's one, I can't, can't let Dave, let Dave beat, Dave me, beat ag- me. Yeah, again. Beat me uh. again. Yeah. So. With, with uh, apologies
1: to Dave, my social scientist side says I should just pick the opposite of Dave.
0: Ouch. Yeah. What's going on there? Oh, my God. This is brutal. Oh, this is man. Kevin Parson. Kevin, there's no what's there's no reason for this. This is we're friends here. We're all the same side. No, Kevin, uh, just keep just keep it up, Kevin. That's excellent <laughs> stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just
0: just 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 drill this big boy. OK. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Well, all right. So Thank congratulations, fight, Edward yeah. Reese Thomas. It's Edward. It's not going to be as nice as the castle. I'm sure you're used to. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, uh, yeah, I mean, does he, he props- live in
1: Downton Abbey? Now, now, maybe that's
0: where he lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might be, or as I say, the downtown <laughs> Abbey. <That's- laughs> no, you know, you you are from Racine, so <laughs> <laughs> come on, this too much crinkle for
1: you, young man. <laughs> yeah,
0: <Okay. laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm barely holding it together. I flew today for crying out loud. I'm oh, barely.
1: Right. And we're so glad that you sobered up. <laughs> To be, to be able to join us here this evening, we, we had to move this podcast back to nine o'clock at night, just so that you know Dave's wife could slap him awake to get him, you know, ready to go for the podcast. That's
0: yeah, right. So. Yeah, it takes forever. All right. Well, All right. ready to do uh, week are we, eleven against. Are we to play the,
1: betting lines again.
0: We just yeah. did this.
1: We're, we're going to play again. It oh, feels
0: my. like yeah, it's a it's a weekly game. It's the it's just taking the country by storm. We can't stop it. We can only hope to, oh, contain,
1: hope it. to contain it, yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs>
0: Let's go through the betting lines for the, uh, I don't know, San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, the Oakland Chargers. I don't know what they yeah. are. The yeah. California Chargers. <laughs> S- team with the lightning bolt and light blue uh, pants. Are, show but, um,
1: me your lightning bolt. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. You uh, ready for number one? Uh, yeah, I've been
1: able to work on this one all week long. But please, what is the first one, Dave?
0: I'm going to ask you, Jordan Love's quarterback rating. Oh, who
1: could possibly have seen that coming? (laughs) Well, see, this is hard, though, because, you know, do we really that last interception? Does that really count? Because it was last play of the game was desperation. He was, you know, I mean, it doesn't really it didn't matter at all. You know, he was just. You know, hoping to make some kind of play or other. So really, his passer rating should have been higher than what seventy one or seventy one point nine whatever it was. So uh, I think he's improving. Um, I
0: and the charter defense not that good. so mm. I'm gonna, is that true? That is true. I mean, they got some studs. Derwin James is on that team. Khalil Mack, uh, one of the Bosa brothers plays there. Yeah,
1: well, but, uh, but Joy Bosa. You know, so did not uh, play in practice. He had an illness, you know. OK. All so right. I'm guessing maybe it is an STD that he had. And that's why. But I got to be careful because Joey Bosa, you know, is his great grandfather. Right. You
0: know. Oh, it's the mafia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: know. Yes. Yeah, so we got to be very careful there. OK. Um. Yeah. So, but they're, they're according to the stats here on pro football reference. It says here that uh, league rank defense. Uh when it comes to points they are twenty-fourth and yards that are thirty-first. Okay. So yeah, they have some talent on defense, but probably not a lot, apparently. So um I I think Bosa's I'm sure he'll be well by the time the game starts and that, that could cause a problem. But you know, Zach Tom played really well um against probably even a better uh player in TJ Watt. Um, I don't know if he'll have Yash back at left tackle, but all of this is, you know, is going is going to help the quarterback. Packers will be playing at home, and I think the arrow appears to be pointed up, or at least something resembling up, maybe in the north north uh, east position or something. So kind of up uh, for Jordan Love, and I think he said what ninety last week.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm I'm going to go ninety again.
0: we will do ninety again. Okay, I'm going to take the under. I think he's. Uh, Weather's getting colder. Uh, I think he's going to get some pressure from this team, and uh, I think he's got a few picks, so that's going to be hard to get he's over got ninety.
1: Really big hands,
0: though, Dave. And it's
1: cold, but he can he can use those big mitts and just get it around the ball. And oh man, yeah,
0: all right. oh, all right. big I, big big hands, big hands. Well, this is I'll take the under. Everyone else can take the over, as you all can use your social science to uh, uh, do the opposite your, of me. Your, that's your
1: fancy social science.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, number two. Uh AJ Dillon yards per carry. This week AJ had a very good yards per carry. Uh let's see, seven point eight. Well, the forty yard run kinda helped. That's true. So but that's so, all that counts. So what do you think? What do you think his yards per carry? There's been a couple of times where he's been under three. Uh, probably more often than not 7.8 last week. What do you think his yards were carried with? Several good games in a row
1: though. And I think this is one of those things when, you know, the weather gets a little bit colder and the, you know, the, the track becomes a little more challenging. He, he seems to do better in those conditions. Right. Um, so, um, I think his arrow is pointed up as well. Uh, you want me to give you the average, not, not the total yards, right? Correct. Okay. I'm going to give him 4.1. 4.1.
0: 4.1. Uh, that's a good... I am going to... Boy, And under is not a good day for AJ. I th- and he has been getting fewer carries, which... Um, but I think they're going to struggle. I'm, I'm going to take the under. I'll take, okay. I think he's going to be able to get over four uh, this week. Uh, let's see. Uh, number three. Uh, Jaden Reed, total receiving yards. This week, he had a really nice game. Uh, 84 yards. I also saw in like ESPN, they were doing a Jaden Reed buy or sell for fantasy football. And I'm like, wow, he's getting attention on uh, as a fantasy football, which is uh, interesting. So I thought I'd give a shout out to Jaden Reed. And what do you think his total receiving yards will be?
1: Yeah, you know, he's he's looking like the really, him and Wicks look right now like the, the one and two receivers right now. Um, you know, uh, he's coming on. Um, uh, I think Love will do okay. Uh, he had 84 last week, right?
0: hmm Yep.
1: Yeah, I think uh, let's go 76.
0: 76. I'm going to take the under on that one. I think that's going to be hard for him to repeat. Um, number four, how many turnovers will Green Bay have? So they had two interceptions, and then they lost uh lost no fumbles. I guess they had two fumbles. Yeah. Um, but got them both back um i guess one was on the punt return didn't uh Jaden reed just sort of fall on one i forget the wicks one but uh they they is that right they only lost i th- i thought i thought jones uh fumbled once didn't he jones did that was recovered as well was that one of the ta- i thought one of the linemen that picked that one up Yes. Who 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 got that? But anyway, so how many turnovers will Green Bay have this week? Okay. Oh God. Um,
1: I think there'll be one pick.
0: Uh, possibly. Okay,
1: I'll go one and a half.
0: All right. You do one and a half. I think that's the right number, and I'm gonna take the over on that. Um, number five. Uh, quarterback rating for the Chargers quarterback. Uh, Justin. <sighs> Herbert A Bear what what's the what's the It's miss? It's Herbert but
1: I like to say A Bear because I'm kind of an ass. So yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah you're uh, kind of
0: pretentious. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I really am. I really am. Um you know he's I think his seasonal passer ratings like 99 or something. He he's he's good. You know, he's got he got he got himself lots of yards.
0: He know, is a big arm and he yeah. scares the the heck out of me. I mean, where the Packers have been decent on pass defense, I think cuz people teams have run on them and they don't have they're not giving up a lot of yards, but I think against the Chargers, you're gonna get a fat a pass first team. Yep. So and, 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 and he could throw any ball. So I think you're gonna really see this defense and how it can stop the pass with uh against Herbert. So what do you think yeah. his quarterback rating will be?
1: Yeah, they got a good receiver too, that uh Keenan Keenan Allen. Allen. Yeah. Did you did you see the numbers on that guy? Well, seventy three receptions already for Just a shade under 900 yards. We're halfway
0: through the season, you know? We'll get there. there. I'm going to ask my YouTube. All right, sorry,
1: sorry. Okay. Um, So the seasonal average right now for uh, Herbert is just under 100 um, because they're playing the Packers. They'll play soft. Uh, There'll be um, a lot of completions, uh, a fair number of yards. But, you know, the passer rating is so much based on not having picks and, you know, having a high completion percentage. So he'll be over 100. Um I'm going to set it at uh
0: 107. 107. I'll take the over on that one. Uh number 6 uh Keisha Nixon, what will be his longest return? I actually walked away and missed his uh you big missed the, was a kick. A
1: 50 yarder? Yeah. Yeah, I yard. did.
0: It so yeah. it's pretty pretty impressive as I heard. I'll have to go back and look at it. But uh so that was his longest this week. What do you think his longest return will be? last out.
1: year you know they 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 improved on that uh as a season went, went on when they finally gave him a chance and um, you know midway through the season he you know, literally you know took off and that seems to be happening again this year um 50 yards
0: I don't know but oh I'll, uh, I'll go 35 35 okay I think you know it's we're in we're getting into cold weather I, I don't know the chargers kicker can he always kick it all the end zone then that would mean his only it'd be only his punts i guess i'll take the under seeing i if you're smart i would think you kick it out of the end zone every time on a kickoff. don't give him a chance but i don't he, he may return it anyway but i'm going to take the under um number seven you brought this up uh oh. keenan allen yeah he uh he has got a lot of yards for the season but he also had a ton of yards against the Lions. He had 175 yards in a single game. 14 targets, 11 catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns. Unbelievable. Wow, so what do you think uh, Keenan Allen, What re, total receiving yards for Keenan Allen?
1: Boy, you know, he's averaging. He's averaging about 100 yards a game. Um, so this guy's going to be a problem. Um but we see Jair this week. I mean, that yeah. could be a real factor if he plays. But if it's going to be, you know, Valentine and Valentine, um, you know, that could be a whole different story. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to think that Jair is going to play just because he's got a big enough ego where he's going to want to come out there and contain uh, Alan. He's going to be able to do it, but it it won't be clean so he's going to get his yards. Uh, I'll
0: give him 85 yards. 85. All right, I'll take the over for him. I think Herbert's got a big arm. He's going to just really attack the Packers defense, which leads to my next one, seven and a half. Uh, what will be the longest charger reception? I feel like Herbert can gun this thing down the field. Yeah, he it will be at Lambeau. It's cold and all that. Their longest last week was thir- only 38 but uh, what do you think the longest will be next week?
1: You see, what, what's really hard is that I don't know if Jair's going to play. And none of us do, of course. But I'm assuming he's going to play because he's going to want to play against this guy. Uh, so he will somehow get himself on the field. Now, if he doesn't play, that's going to change things a lot because there'll be a lot more yards for Allen. And probably, you know, they'll have a you know a 60-yard pass play. But going with my gut, that says is going to play.
0: Uh, their longest pass play of the day will be 42 yards. 42 yards. All right, I'll take the over on that one. Okay, seven three force. This one kind of just came to me. Will we see a Lambeau leap by one of the Packers? I can't recall the last Lambeau leap, honestly.
1: Well, okay. Uh, the that great touchdown uh, Musgrave had on the the was fake last week? right, fake right, fake left. That was two weeks ago when they played at Lambeau. And it was notable that he did not jump in the stands.
0: That's – that's I thought that was right because I, I can't think of the last – that I saw. So I, are we going to get a Lambo leap uh, hmm. by one of the Packers? I, I think we will, uh, and I think it will be somebody like Wicks or Reed. Okay. Um, you know, it's weird that they're not – I guess I'll say yes as well, but there's – I don't know if these young guys or if it's like, look, that's more like when you have a good team or you're – you score a touchdown you're down by 20 like it's it seems like uh unnecessary it's not as much fun so i'll say yes yes to
1: or do you think that they told them that you know don't do that you risk injury or something i don't know
0: i don't know yeah it just it hasn't happened that often and part of it is they're not scoring as much right of course yeah. not up by you know two scores and everyone's all happy so uh, and it's such a grind to get a touchdown that maybe they just forget. Exha- we're so. just exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, all right. I'm gonna say yes as well. Uh, but and the tiebreaker uh, total points for the Packers. What do you want to guess for that one? Mm. Oh man.
1: Um, again, I don't. I don't think that the Chargers defense is all that good. On the other hand, the Packer offense is definitely not that good. Um, they haven't been over 20 points in a while, have they? Mm. Good question. I think this, I think this will be the week they do it in terms of getting over. I don't, I don't think they won win the game,
0: but uh, I think they'll get over 20. I'm going to say the 23 points. 23. I'm saying 17. Okay. So if you would like to play the betting lines as usual, please email Mike Miller at Mitno Miller at com. That's M I T N O M I L L E R at gmail.com and uh, join and play the betting lines. It makes the game more fun. You've got a chance to be hilarious with your comments, and we might read those here. <laughs> you can send us hearts, uh, photos if you want. I mean, not not all of you. Oh, some my, of you, but my, not all of you. My God, Dave, what are you suggesting um, here? I'm a little bit yeah, so. Well, I'm just giving lots of different ideas. You can write a <laughs> limerick. We <may> oh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> you sh- use chatGBT to put a limerick in there. Like, like, yeah, you Look, if you have ChatGBT, there's no reason you shouldn't be giving comments your best.
1: Shouldn't Patrick be sending us a Limerick? Because isn't that an an Irish uh, thing, I think that's right? right? Yes, that's right. Yeah.
0: Why isn't Patrick? And what would be the... Uh, oh, let's see. Who else do we have out there? Um, well, you know, iChat could certainly send us uh, uh, something from an Apple product. Uh, maybe like think- a, a discount code for a new iPhone. <laughs> You know, I, I'm, I'm working on an
1: iPhone 12
0: here, I Chuck,
1: and I, you know, <laughs> the 15 sounds like it's a pretty sweet Pro Max, but I'm yeah. just saying, yeah. just saying, you know, just yeah. saying. No. no pressure, no pressure. So, so please, play the, play the betting lines. Uh, join all the cool kids in class by, by playing the betting
0: lines. That's correct.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay, so pop culture, and I, wa- I want to go back um, to Jeff in Brooklyn asterisk he actually lives in philadelphia but maybe he wrote this when he was at work in brooklyn maybe um he he gave us a pop culture um this week and he said um, he and his lovely wife carla is her name um they started watching a show that premiered 22 years ago it was on hbo six feet under Mm, i've never watched oh my goodness anyway he said it passed the smell test Still holds up two episodes in. We'll make it past Chris's three-episode test, he wants to know. Anyway, I'm glad he mentioned this, and I wanted to read this because Six Feet Under is in my top five shows of all time. Mm. It, is, it is a brilliant show. I've actually watched the entire series twice. Wow. Uh, Yeah, it it was that it was that good. It's I think there are 60 episodes also has one of the well, this this isn't a spoiler, Jeff, but the last episode, the finale is one of the best series finales I've seen. Uh, It is a great show. I put it up there with the Americans, The Wire, Deadwood and Mad Men. You know, I mean, it's it's in that kind of pantheon for me. So six feet under. Great suggestion, Jeff. Love the show. Um, it is about life uh, through the metaphor of a family that runs a, a funeral home. Uh, and it's it's funny. It's sad. It's one of those that will make you laugh. It will make you cry. Uh, it reaches down your throat, grabs your heart, pulls it out, you know, whacks you in the face with your vital organs. It is a absolutely tremendous show and i i can't recommend it strongly enough i'm glad you're watching it jeff and i'm hoping that dave will watch it too
0: well i thought i didn't realize it was about a funeral home i thought it was about the accuracy of jordan love's uh (laughs) prose that was six feet (laughs) under thrown. well done sir (laughs) so um I, I, yeah, I, I think I started, it's, it's one of those that's, it's intimidating because how many seasons are five are there, there. but I guess that's five isn't terrible, but yeah, that's one of the problems. Um, but my pop culture is, I watched a new movie that came out, um, on Netflix called the killer.
1: Oh yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And it's a David Fincher movie. And I'll never forget when I saw the movie seven, have you seen the movie Mm -hmm. seven? I have not. Oh, my. I watched Seven at the uh, Sony Theater in New York City, which is a very uh, good theater, you know, and and this was back in the 90s. So mm-hmm. um, I guess they probably greatly improved since then. But I felt it was a very great movie watching experience. and It is dark and it was <laughs> a powerful ending. Um, Seven is one of those you'll never forget when you see it. And um, so David Venture is a really interesting.
1: Oh, yeah, he's an excellent filmmaker. Didn't he yep. also do... Um... Zodiac wasn't that one of his? I might have been a Gone Girl is another yep, yep. um and those are great it, movies. He also did a TV show. Um Oh, Mindhunter wasn't that one of his too?
0: Oh, is that his and was he involved with uh, uh this Kevin Spacey Washington DC one too or is that somebody else? Uh,
1: uh you know, I'm not you're, you're thinking of um Yes, yes, the where he's uh, plays a congressman and becomes president. Uh, yes. yes, okay, yeah.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know if that's what he is. I, I'm looking him up on INDB to see what...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, Fincher, right? well, he, oh, Fight Club. It? He did Fight Club Zodiac. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, These are all great films. Social is, Network is another. Oh, yeah. that, I oh, thought that was a good movie. Yeah. Oh, you know, I think we're both right. House of Cards and Mindhunter. House, okay, great. Yeah. So, so this,
1: this is an A-list guy.
0: This know? is an A-list no, guy. So yeah. I watched uh, The Killer. And I would say The Killer was a mildly good for me. Um, it was uh, I, I don't think it was anything outside. I'm sure someone who was really into film could probably explain it to me a little bit better than I would realize like it's a work of art and uh, it's genius that's flashing before me. Um, uh, it's about a an assassin, and um I won't give away much of the story, but it was a little bit of a slow pace of kind of the assassin's life and having um he has to ha- go through a kill and there's he's very methodical this guy not a lot of emotion not a lot of speaking lines um and i think i enjoyed it i think ultimately i think it was uh it was an interesting couple hours um a good sit as one of my podcasts calls it but, i like uh, that yeah <laughs> not not one of uh was not sort of on the level of uh seven or some of these others so i thought it was it was fine but uh, uh and i guess i would recommend it it wouldn't be you just got to know, I think, what you're getting into. Is, it's a little bit of a slow pace and uh, maybe not be for everyone. But He does I, a I, lot of
1: slow burn type things. And I I wreck all the things we've mentioned here. I recommend all the Fincher stuff. I yeah. loved Mindhunter. Oh, he lasted, oh, I loved it. Uh, I loved that. Seasons, yeah. But yeah. I think it, it's one of the victims of the
0: pandemic. I think that's what happened. Uh, but that was a great show. It really was. I thought, especially the first season, I thought it was oh, just excellent. And the yeah. idea that, this is a that was a series on Netflix that uh you know, kind of the examination of a serial killer and kind of seeing it from a different lens. It was always before the FBI yep. started to build case files, it was always that oh, you know someone, someone was killed, it was someone related to them. It was this idea of a random yep. thing that happens, uh was what it had needed a new analysis. And so that's okay. what Mindhunter was really exploring. And did you know the the main guy in that is also um the king from um uh uh this is i'm trying to reference too much and i did fly today um <laughs> uh you see uh know, the, Dave has to take a in handful a musical of Xanax, so yeah sorry yeah it really is <laughs> what's the uh uh hamilton hamilton thank okay. you okay <laughs> no
1: i did not know that uh,
0: isn't that strange yes the main no. guy the young guy the he he has a singing role he's king really? george in hamilton yes I did not know that. Yeah, huh. it's it's really strange once that you realize because,
1: that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean when you watch the show you yeah, I never would have expected that. Of course, I didn't expect Lenny Briscoe to have been a Broadway star and a and a singer and dancer, uh you know, from from the old um, Law & Order. Uh still one of my favorite TV cops, Lenny Briscoe. Uh but I was shocked when I learned that um you know, his career had been on the Broadway stage singing and dancing his brains out. I really I know what to guess. The hard-boiled detective, you know.
0: Huh. Oh well. Jonathan Groff, G-R-O-F-F. He is the lead detective, or the young FBI agent, yep. right? Yep. He is yep. King George in, uh, in Hamilton. Yeah. When you watch oh. the Disney oh. version of it, it's he's the original King George. So, uh, <laughs> th- there you go. See, this is why people listen to Packers. Here. They
1: don't <laughs> exactly. give a shit about the Packers. They care about. Well, Ava betting lines because this is the D- D- genre special, and they care about our takes on pop culture. That's why people listen.
0: Mm. That's exactly right. That's why we're here for. I mean, you can talk, you can break down film. Uh, yeah, Anyone anyway, can break that. down film. Right? No problem.
1: You watch a damn film, you see the guy does, and then you make pithy comments. But when you got to create stuff out of whole cloth without preparing a second beforehand, that is <laughs> art. That's that's art. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly skill. right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, uh, that is going to do it. We don't, we don't want to go on too much longer here because there's no game to talk about, but somehow we filled an hour, as we always do. Uh, Packers will play this, I guess, unless they decide not to show up, but I think they probably will. They'll They'll play the Los Angeles Chargers, who will always be the San Diego Chargers to me. Uh, they'll have their lightning bolts and their fancy powder blue pants and they will be playing against the packers lambeau field that's a noon start lambeau field time as a matter of fact Yeah. Uh, seem to be a lot of those these days and i think we're going to see a lot more going forward in the future as well um, so dave and i are going to watch and we will come back in a week or so and give you our perceptions about packers the lightning bolts but until that time i'm chris and i'm dave and that is packers theory I'm Chris.
0: And I'm Dave. And that's Packers Therapy.